Hello, everybody, and welcome to the episode three of Benny's Take, where we talk about all the current news in the sports world. I am Benny Ness, the host of the greatest podcast of all time, Benny's Take. We start today with the NFL. Which QB wide receiver duo in the NFL will have the best future together in the next five years? I will answer this question with another question, because if you look at the last seven weeks of last season, who had the most receiving yards? You might think like the top receivers like Michael Thomas, DeAndre Hopkins, or Julio Jones, but is the but it is the one and only Devontae Parker of the Miami Dolphins. Who would have thought? This is surprising, but you know what is even more surprising is how much you could save with Geico. I'm just kidding, just kidding. What is even more surprising is that he was catching passes from a quarterback who was a backup on other teams, Ryan Fitzpatrick. This season, though, he will this season he will be catching passes from Tua, who we all think is going to be a lot better than Fitzpatrick. So watch watch out for Devontae Parker this season. He will be amazing. Now we talk about the reigning MVP of the NFL regular season last year, Lamar Jackson. Will Lamar Jackson be a top five quarterback in the NFL all-time list in the future? I think it's not going to happen because when you look at him, the amount of times that he runs the ball, he had 176 carries last season, which is more than Pro Bowl running back Alvin Kamara. So wait a second, just internalize this, okay? A quarterback has more running attempts than a Pro Bowl running back on a dominant offense of the Saints which also means that he got hit a lot. He got hit nearly 200 times. Don't get me wrong. He is a -a one-of-a-kind player. He is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL right now. But he will not be able to play at this level for such a long time. And what really ends this argument is, look at Lamar Jackson's playoff stats. In his only playoff game against the Tennessee Titans last season, he threw for only one touchdown and threw two interceptions, and he had a 52% 52% completion percentage. This shows that he cannot throw efficiently when his team needs him. Unless he unless he improves that and finds a way later in his career to play without running the football as much, he will not have that long of a career, and I don't think he will make it on the top five quarterbacks in the NFL all-time list. Now we jump to the NBA. Who is the greatest second option on a team in the NBA in all time? I think it's Scottie Pippen who was on the when he was with the Bulls because Scottie Pippen is the greatest second option on a team in the NBA of all time for many reasons. He started with the, as the equipment manager of his college team and is now a six-time NBA champion and a Hall of Famer. He made 10 all-defensive teams and three all-NBA first teams a seven-time NBA All-Star and part of the legendary Dream Team. And he was also the 1994 NBA All-Star Game MVP. Also, in 1997, the year that Michael Jordan retired, the first time he... The year that Michael Jordan retired for the first time, he was a nominee for MVP. So you tell me how Scottie Pippen is not the greatest second option on any team. Who is the best second option for a team in the NBA right now, though? I mean, there are many great second options. Like you could argue if it's Kyrie Irving or Kevin Durant, but it's for sh- but to me, it's for sure Kyrie Irving because Kevin Durant is better than Kyrie Irving. But the one that really stands out is Anthony Davis because he led the Pelicans to the second round of the playoffs 
basically single-handedly with some role players like Drew Holiday. They had DeMarcus Cousins, but he was injured for almost the whole season, and he was unavailable to them in the playoffs in 2017 and 2018. Also, Anthony Davis right now on the Lakers has LeBron James with him, and they're the best pick-and-roll partners in the NBA. And now we go to the old-timers with Magic Johnson or Larry Bird. Who was better? Some might say it's Magic Johnson because he was the first point guard at 6'9", and he had incredible passing ability with vision of the entire court. With all that said about Magic Johnson, what about Larry Bird? Some people forget about the fact that Larry Bird was also a great passer. Maybe not as good as Magic Johnson at passing, but still an amazing passer. Add that to his insane shooting, he is unstoppable. Larry Bird could tell someone to stand right there. He would tell him right where he would be shooting from, and he would still score right over him. Larry Bird in his prime, I would say, is better than Magic Johnson. But Magic Johnson for sure had a longer time where he was performing at his peak. Thank you for listening to Benny's Take. For Please comment your opinions on these, ta- on these questions. Thank you for listening.